0: Welcome to the Red Delicious Boys, hosted by NerdThat.com. Yes. Okay, so we're a uh, one-man light today. So, it's going to be Simon and I breaking on the news and discussing whatever. I don't think we will have a main topic this week, but... Um, have we ever had a main topic? Yeah. Like, when we used to do it, there would be, like, main topics, but I feel like this time we should kind of talk about the news. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's been that, but also it's going to be like we've had, like, a... And like either a movie review or like uh, something we don't like to kind of round it out. But I would agree it's more news focused so this time. We like to spend a lot of time on each topic. What was that? Yeah. So John is gone this week. Don't know where he is. He didn't answer when when he asked if we wanted to do the podcast. Yeah, it was supposed to be recorded tomorrow, but I'm busy, so I cannot. Um, and I would say something right. I forgot though. I had a really good blueberry muffin today at the uh, at the bake sale um during the uh during the festival thing uh i wasn't able to go to the festival but i did stop by this new coffee shop and it's good i like it giving yeah. your money i uh went to today it was a little overpriced five bucks for a smoothie yeah yeah but only a dollar fifty for hot chocolate that was good uh luca got luca got the tea maybe a feature guest luca i can't say the last name but um yeah overall pretty good day uh how'd your meat go Uh, good. PR'd by, uh, 30 seconds. For what, uh, for what do you run? 5K. Nice. Very nice indeed. Okay, so let's hop into some news. First we got some Star Wars news first. Um, how's that picking up? Uh, looks like we're good. Okay. Um, the Star Wars VR experience is coming to Disney World and Land. I believe we just Land, but I think pretty pretty, pretty sure World 2. Um, it's... You are a rebel spy ordered by Mom Mothma to infiltrate the base on Mustafar with with a K2SO. Again? They're still doing the rebel spy thing? I mean, you're, you're a rebel spy in in, in Trooper armor, so it's like... I hope they don't like phrase it like you're a rebel spy because they already de- did that for Star Tours. Uh, True. This is a VR experience. It's not really like... But it's more inapt and like more like you can like do a bunch of cool stuff in it. So it's something... Different. I mean, I'll, I'll give it a try. I'm more excited for the um, eventual rides, but I mean, yeah, this will be cool. I feel like most of the rides would not, not like VR, but kind of like that same, you know, what they did like Mission Breakout and stuff. Yeah, like, or like what Star Tours already is. I feel like that's what it would have to be. I mean, there's not much room for like outdoor roller coaster type stuff. Well, I, I think what they're going for more in Star Wars Land is more immersement. So like I, I feel like it would take you out of it if you're if you're like in a, a roller coaster in little Star Wars Land, which I think is one of the things I don't like about Harry Potter Land is they had those like the last time I went, they have never removed them since but they had like a dragon roller coaster. Oh yeah, I remember that. I didn't go on it but I, I saw it. I was like, yeah it's i wanna be immersed and that takes you out of it. Like I know we're getting Emily on Falcon ride. And there's gonna be be the Millennium Falcon, so supposedly people go inside of it, so I don't know how that's gonna work, at all. That I mean, sounds like limited seating. Exactly, but but the Imagineers are talented people, so I'm sure you could also kind of like make more seating, just like in the movies. It's like pilot, co-pilot, and then people stand in the back and <laughs> hold the seats. Um, yeah, I mean. I know they've confirmed other rides. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I, they definitely said Disney Millennium Falcon ride, Falcon whatever you want to say. Um, but I mean, you're right because that is that is very limited seating. But and that would probably be a long wait too if it just if, if you want to go for the actual Millennium Falcon size, then it's just gonna be very very crammed and uncomfortable. Like yeah. I don't know, if they're recreating it. I feel like if you, I see. I don't know if I even want rides in Star Wars Land, because how would you do that? Um, the same way that you did Pandora. Like, they've got the one ride that's virtual, and it's, like, it's all indoors, and then they have a physical ride, like the riverboat thing, except it's, like, underground, so there's more room for, like, immersion kind of stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I think they did something like, um, have you seen, um, well... What they could do is they could have, like, the Millennium Falcon next to a building. So it's a full falcon, and you can walk around in that. And it's almost like the, like, the, like, line in Star Tours when you're reversing and everything like that. And you're walking through there, and then, like, you can go through a path that leads into a building, but, like, kind of looks like you're still in the falcon. So, like, to you, you're still in the falcon. It's just really, really big or whatever. Really, um, like, you're in a building, and then that could be, like, you go into, uh, have you seen that ride? It's the, um, Mars mission. It's an Epcot, and it's, like, you're landing on Mars re- or the moon. I don't know exactly, but you're on these, like, pods of, like, six people. Oh, yeah, I've, I've never been on that. I heard it, like, makes you sick. So that could be interesting. Or maybe do something like that, but do it with X-Wings. Because I feel like if you did it with X-Wings, then you could have, like, a Rebel base or something. You can just go inside that, because you don't, really like, need space for that. Just... And, I mean, I do want there to be rides, because, like, that's part of the reason I go to Disney. But, like, yeah. I would also be cool if they were just kind of like, hey, here's a Rebel base. Why don't you explore it? Yeah, I'm more into the embarrassment side of that. I mean, I'm really curious what they're going to do. I know there's going to be giant at throughout, or at whatever you want to say. Um, I really hope you can go into that this, but I feel like you're not going to do that, this AD thing. That'd be really crammed, though, because... Even that's even less seating in the ATATs. Just like two seats up front in the head. No, I mean like like they're gonna be at the park, but I don't know how big they're gonna be. So if they were small enough, it'd be kind of cool if you could like. Nah, I mean, there's no way you get people inside there. I don't talk about like like there'd be too big of a line. It'd be like the like Tom Slayer thing. Yeah, too small. They're probably gonna be around the same size as the one that's outside of Star Tours. Do you think you're gonna move Star Tours? So I feel like it's weird if they. It is kind of weird. Just to be like on the other side of the park from, from the all the rest of Star Wars stuff, but I feel like you have to do a redesign of Star Wars because it, it's Endor, but like this is like a full fledged like 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 what they're doing is a full fledged town. So it's like it'd be like town and Endor and a, and, a, and a Walker that's smaller than the other ones. Yeah, I don't like that. Um but also I love Star Wars or I I love Star Tours on its own. So yeah, it's I like, want. I hope they do something with Star Tours that, like, they don't just remove it completely. But, also, I think if they did it, they had to make some changes because, um, because Star Tours has really no canon. Like, it's really, like, because this land going to be pretty much in canon. Like, it's going to have, Is like, it really? I'm pretty sure. Like, like it's going to be, like, it, it's going to make sense. Like, it's not going to have, like... Besides, besides, like, the character meetup, it's not going to... It's not going to be, like... I'm pretty sure it's past it's Force Awakens there so you won't see the Emperor or, or you'll see modern Stormtroopers yeah not like the past ones um like character music you're, you're like you'll probably see like a Ray, also possibly like a Luke or something like that like, like, like a young Luke so like the nations won't make sense but um what's this, what's this um I don't know I'm very excited for it I would love to like work there I think that'd be a cool summer job when someone like that if you go to Disney for the summer because they'd to like they offer stuff like that yeah, yeah, but I mean, oh, back to my Star Wars point. Um, that's one like of my my favorite rides. I yeah, think but like, I saying, there's no canon that like like Finn versus is versus Darth Vader's it. Finn th- versus Boba Fett's in it. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird, but also they little scrap that. That's a classic ride. I mean, if they wanted to move it, it would be easy to just kind of like change the outside facade so it look so it fits in, fit into like the town kind of thing. Yeah, but also that that would suck though because I really love that um. The walkway thing, and the Tatooine uh, outside too. I, I love I love the gift shop. One of my favorite gift shops in. Um, it's so well Disney. designed. Yeah. Um, I mean I trust Disney. I know that they're gonna do a great job on this. It's gonna be immersive. It's gonna be fun. But I mean, I also Disney. If I were gonna, if I were become a director, I want to make a Star Wars movie. I decided I wanted to do a Batman movie, but I'd rather do a Star Wars movie where it's like a. Quirky cast of characters trying to save the day. It almost feel like a robot chicken in the sense, like, you know, like that concept of humor. I I could see them doing that as part of that like graphic novel thing that they've got going on recently. Have you seen that? No. They've been making graphic novels for some of their biggest rides. It was like I when I was down there last time, I bought the uh, haunted mansion one. It's it's got that kind of like quirky humor that you seem to want. Hmm. That, I I've not seen that. I've been there since last year. We're trying to go. We usually go in the spring. We're trying to go sometime earlier when it's less crowded. There's been talk of going back in July for us, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. Yeah, I, Disney's like so expensive. Yeah. Um. Right now the price is like, because we're looking, we we want to go during um. During uh our like week off in November, but like, it's for. Right now I don't know. It's so crowded for some reason. Like it's extra crowded, and like just five thousand dollars a room. Wait, 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 wait. It's What's it? Again? It was like re- I don't know. It was over a thousand dollars a night for like one room because it's oh. really, it's really jacked up right now. Right. I, I don't know why. Oh, I don't. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not even answer, I <laughs> don't. I don't <laughs> think they'd have to like. Could that have to do with the hurricane in some way? I don't know. I don't know. But you, usually, what place we can get at, we get, we get like a, a two room place and it's pretty good price. I'm not the exact price, but it was. But I was looking at it the other day. And it's real expensive. I mean, it might be just because. I really I don't know why, but I really wanted to go to Disney during Halloween. I'm a little bummed out. Oh, I went there once when I was, like, really little, and it's... Cause from what I remember, it's pretty good. Disney is, honestly, my favorite place on Earth to go to. <laughs> like, it's the most pure joy I have. I mean, even when, <clears throat> even when like, the... Fe- even if the feeling of magic can, like, totally escape you, there's still more stuff to do. Like, I was totally emotionally destroyed... The last time I went to Disney World for reasons I'm not at liberty to explain. But I was like sitting at the pool, like drinking a pina colada or in a sun ham, like, I can forget my problems. Yeah, it's it's the happiest place on earth, as they say, <laughs> but like honestly, like, I think I think that's my moment of pure joy and it's like pure like child wonder. Like I, I don't care. I love walking down a fifties Main Street and then oh, turning fifties is the best, yeah. And then turning into like a, a retro Tomorrowland that we that a guy a, probably a racist imagine in the in the 40s <laughs> Why do you always have to point out the racist of the past like you and john do that nazis ima- nazis helped design disneyland because because john was like simon for choir we uh we sang for the class of 1951 a lot of them were probably racist and i was like john yo I, you don't gotta out them like that <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I don't know like it's kind of on a tangent of a disney world but yeah i want to see disneyland too because i know there's a lot of differences i want to see mr toad's Bizarre Adventure, what it's called. <laughs> I want to see it before it goes away, because I feel like the rumors they're going to take it out, because it's kind of a, a thing of the past. Um, You just effectively combined Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I can't remember what it's called. I never really... I never I, I Disneyland. I, I want to see the Cars World, and they have more of a Muppet presence in Disneyland, too. you They added something in new with the Muppets. Because last time I was there, like, in Liberty Square, they've got this, like, presentation kind of thing, where, like, them... Oh, yeah, yeah, you that in your story. Yeah, how new is that? Because I've never seen that until, It wasn't there when I was there, uh, two years ago. Because until last time, I had never seen that, and I was like, oh, this must be new. What's well, in this world, though, best donuts ever. Where at? D- they have them in the kiosk. They're giant donuts. They're like this I've, big. I've never gotten donuts there. Oh, my God, they're so good. <laughs> that... They helped me, The I, I legitimately had three one day. And they're like, they're like the size of like two or three donuts. It's amazing. Well, the one, the like the last day we were there, everyone wanted to go to Hollywood Studios. And they were like, Simon, you can go to Magic Kingdom by yourself if you want. So I went there and I just got like so many doll Whips. It was unbelievable. Wait, I was like, like, and I wait. was like, I can't be in control. They let you wander Magic Kingdom? Yeah. God, I wish my family wasn't, <laughs> would let me do that, wasn't overprotective. Literally, <laughs> Benjamin, every time you go, if Brian and I lag behind more than 10 feet, he starts crying because he can't see us and he wants everyone to stay there like, because he's worried we're going to get kidnapped. <laughs> like, I'd love just to go... And that's why I can't wait for our senior trip because we can just go out and explore Disney World and on our own. I'm so excited. And, and Star Wars Land's going to be open. Star Wars Land's going to be open. Oh, I can't for that. I mean, we'll will say but Disney's like most pure joy. I love that place. I kind of want to work there partially. The- like, I would, if there's a... There are a couple, if they don't become a director, I really want to work for either uh, something in Lucasfilm or something in Disney. And I feel like that's like, where I can be like, my most just absurd and creative. I feel like they're champions of that, in many capacities. that's why it works so well. Yeah, I mean, if I could have any job at Disney, I'd want to be uh, one of the skippers on the Jungle Cruise.
1: Oh, there's yeah. like a there's a script yeah. that
0: you there's a script that you have to follow, but they also like give you opportunity to make your own jokes. Ooh, that's a tough question. I'm. I, okay, does, does Disney? I I of sidetracked right there. Um, I think I want to be the guy in Mickey Mouse costume, which you never. Know, right? probably <laughs> sweltering. Be it. careful what you wish for, Andrew. It's yeah, sweltering in the Florida weather. Um, may the guy Probably something in Star Wars. Um, does Disney World have the Tiki Room, yeah, because I went there once, and that was when it was Iago and uh, the other parrot or the Zazu. Rat. Zazu is it and not Yaga. them anymore? No, I thought it was always them. I thought so, it was... supposedly they just they just vanished one day. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you mean like not yeah, even? Like, like, <laughs> no, this was in Disneyland. Actually, it might be playing Disney World still, but there was an incident that happened, <laughs> and all and like a fire that happened to only burn down. Uh, those two I went back <laughs> to the normal room so I don't know but that's the one time I saw it, it was terrible I and mean, I mean, we walked out it was so bad well like, cause, like I'd, I'd never seen the original TV room so that's much of like favorite ride yeah I'd never seen the original one I didn't realize there was like anything because I'd, I'd only been there when I was really little and they had the Zazu and Yagu one and I was like I guess this is just how it is <laughs> alright you should probably move on now from that that was a good that was like a 15 minute shadow <laughs> at Disney um Okay, uh, Battlefront Two Uh beta's out. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's 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 pretty great. I'm probably gonna get the game once it comes out. When when does it come out? Uh, November or something. Yeah, I'll I'll probably get it for Christmas maybe. I mean, I'm spending a lot of money on games so far. Yeah, I, I haven't bought a game in a, in a hot minute, so I'll I'll probably cash the sixty bucks so that I, I got a twenty five dollar game for like a card from John's anyway. From John. Yeah, I mean I. J- well, I haven't spent a lot of money on games recently. I just got um, Black Manta for Injustice 2. I want to get Cuphead. That's only like 20 bucks. That, that does look good. Yeah. But it's... See, like... Not that I rage, but no, I feel... I, like... I get irrationally angry at boss fights in particular. Oh, it like a New Yorker. There's just boss fights. Boss fights. But, like... I'm the cake boss. <laughs> but, like, I will get, like, personally offended by the boss if it keeps beating me over and over again. And, like, that's why I can't do the Injustice multiverse things. I'll just, like, hate Aquaman for the rest of the day. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that game will break me. <laughs> like, I get angry at really dumb stuff. Like, like it's just the smallest things. And sometimes, I feel like, if I really unhealthy, but like like, a small thing that no one else cares about, that would feel like, shrug off, it will just set me <laughs> off. Like, I remember the other day, I was, I'm jump roping. And I tripped her a little bit and I screamed. <laughs> and this happened before, and I was uh, mowing the lawn and it, it got stuck in the fence, like because I was going to look at the fence and my wheel got stuck and hit the fence and I just screamed <laughs> Why at do the you just top keep, of my look. Why did you keep screaming at every inconvenience? I, well, I only have it every couple of weeks. I feel like I just store up my anger and release it, and that thing, which is probably really unhealthy and really dangerous for people. <laughs> Like if I just like trip, I start punching like, <laughs> like punching John to death. <laughs> so I'm basically, sh- you've become what John has hoped to not become. Exactly. So th- th- well, small things like don't tick me off anymore. But like, Battlefront Two is really good. Um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't try that space belt. I don't know why I did not try it. I just did um, the assault on feed, but it was a lot of fun. Um, the rocket trooper is so much fun on the. I really liked the droids. I think like the clones more, but the droids were so much fun. I really liked everything about them. I mean, it's beautifully designed maps, pretty great combat. It's an improvement of the first one, no doubt. Um, I can't wait to play it more. Uh, I could not to play as Yoda. Because, um... <laughs> I'm starting Yoda high right now because you are watching episode 3 last night and <laughs> Billy kept falling asleep. That was really funny. <laughs> but, um... Uh... <laughs> I was thinking about Empire Strikes Back when he was like, he was like, something. I don't mean that quote, but he's like, the Luke. He's like, he's like something about being scared. It looks, like I'm not scared. He's like, you will be. <laughs> mm, you will be. <laughs> That's a really bad Yoda, but I, I, I love old Yoda. Like I feel like, like the prequel Yoda didn't capture that as well. Like I love how weird and kooky he was. Like, like he was like. Dangerous, probably, but he seems like she seems you know it seems like he'd flip it anyway. Like like, like if he had, like like if he had his legs here he would like just just cut off Luke's leg and they're like like gnawing at his like stump. Hey man, I'm not your friend. Mm, don't fall asleep. Um, other Star Wars news. Um, well, this is pretty good. uh Last Jedi trailer. Oh yeah, I've talked this to pieces, and I feel like everyone's probably heard this to pieces. But well, oh boy. Have a brief little thing. I was gonna skip out on it. Cause I didn't want to see the marketing. I, almost, which I did skip out. I on did. It. I did skip out on it. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. I, I, you can pause it and show me. it. But I've seen, I've seen so many memes and like I know what I know what happens. I know there's like, Kylo Ren's got like some kind of button and everyone's like, no, don't push the button because you know he's gonna push that button. It's um him and, Ty, and his in his tie devastator. is it tie devastator is it tie scepter? No, it's not tie scepter. It's the um. Ty, I think it's the, top, the, the thing is the Tide Devastator. Um, and he's hitting the button, looks about to blow up the ship and, and Leia's like staring and he's like, Let's go back turn back and forth. He better do it. I swear to God, he better do it. Well I want a good ending for Leia, so I'll be happy as long as she has a good ending. People don't like the idea of her being re- of her being recast. I I think I'm okay with it just for the sense of the character. It really depends on like how they recast. Yeah. I mean, like... It's not like an unknown actor that you can just kind of be like, oh yeah, like, there's I another like, I, one. I feel like that have to be someone big, like to fill Carrie... Like, like, a Meryl, like I think a Meryl Streep could probably do a, a pretty good job. Yeah, Meryl Streep could do that, I think. Oh, she played Carrie Fisher in um in Postcards from the Edge. Or or, or someone based off of Carrie Fisher. I'm going to tell my dad that we're recording. Give me a second. Okay. Let's just watch the Luster trailer again. We can talk on it freshly. So I wish I still didn't watch the trailer. I would have liked to save some of the stuff. It's a lot of misdirected, I feel like but it is a, a fantastic trailer. It is so well put together. Yeah I, I like it a lot. Um, so I mean we have Snoke attacking Ray, which people were down against Snoke. I I, Snoke's my favorite career of the trilogy. I love Snoke. I love everything about him. I, I love his gold bathroom. I love his Messed up face. I love everything about Snoke. He's, he's, he's real cutie. Oh, my pencil's I, over there. Crap. I never considered who my favorite in the new trilogy is. Like Kylo Ren. Just from that one scene where he goes ballistic on the computer. You know, the other stormtroopers just, like, walk away. He's like me. <laughs> he's all built up anger. So he loses it. Um, I think... I think uh, Finn Poe, or... I do like Ray a lot. I, like all, I think all the characters, one thing I like is what... What Rogue One didn't do, but also I feel like it didn't have to do, is it didn't really... I, l- I really liked the characters in Rogue One, but I loved the characters in Force Awakens. I felt connected to them already. I liked um, Chirrut and his big friend. I forget the guy's name. Uh, Chirrut and uh, Baze. Yes. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, I-, I thought they were good, but I didn't think there was much to them. I, I think Jin, if anyone had the most... In Cassie, really had the most development. Or even Bodhi, too. But, like, once again, I felt I liked them, didn't love them. I feel like... But like J.J. Like Abrams really really set up the characters well I like um I hope Poe's gay I really hope Poe's gay <laughs> like everyone like I, I I feel like it's pretty much confirmed I feel like if you make a character gay make it Poe I feel like not not to make Finn gay but but I think that I mean I kind of would ship Finn and Poe to be, to, to be honest but um also I I, would, I like them as like as like best buddy pilots <laughs> but uh no, Poe's pretty, pretty great. Finn, uh, Luke, Mark Hamill, man, he, he's underrated. Showing he, his acting, and he doesn't sound how I expected him to sound. I mean, Mark Hamill's got a more like high-pitched voice in real life, but he's he he's such a. I, I think that's the twenty years or thirty years of voice acting. Now I so feel he made him be able to like change his voice and make it so like malleable, like even the Joker voice or skips or, 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 or anything like that. I mean, like he's. Skips. <laughs> Skips. <laughs> He's really, uh, I do His acting is so good. Like I love the line. This is not going the way. Or, this is not gonna go the way you think it is or whatever. Carrie Even that stare looks amazing as Leia. We said like I I still think casting might be the best choice if they can't figure out a, a fluid and satisfying way to end her, end her story. I think Disney would be able to get Meryl Streep if they really wanted to. Yeah, because cause she was she was a friend of Carrie. Um... I don't like Kylo Ren's cover-up on his scar. It's like a big space band-aid. Did you see that? Flex seal. <laughs> it looks really weird. I don't like it. Like it's like, like it looks like a, like a like mesh kind of thing. Yeah. It, lo- it looks gross. I like those <laughs> um those crystal foxes. Um. I hope he like covers his face. Kylo Ren still. Mm, I don't think he is because uh, you see, him, I don't see you see a... you see him smashing his helmet. He look ugly. <laughs> I, I kind of like it though. I mean, also that end with uh, with uh, Kylo and Rey is a trade misdirect because there's nothing behind Kylo. Or, oh, uh, that's uh, that's a hundred percent bait. There's, there's nothing behind Rey and there's a there's, there's embers behind Kylo. To quote um, Mad Max Fury Road, Nah, that's bait. <laughs> <laughs> um. I I almost feel like we might see a swap and Kylo comes to the light side and Rey goes to the dark side. People have been saying that like since the first movie came out. And when Force Awakens came out, I was like, come on, you guys have no proof that that's going to happen. But now, there's kind of like more t- t- for it. I'm like, okay, maybe. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, one thing I've noticed is I, when it comes to, like, small things I can nitpick on, but big things like that, I don't have much of an opinion. It's like, I kind of just want to see what the filmmakers do. Afterwards, if I don't like them, I'll like it, or, I, or I'll love it, but I, I have my faith in them. So if they can pull it off, then good, maybe. Maybe maybe just Kylo goes, maybe just Ray goes to either side, whatever, we, we don't know, but that would be an interesting turn. Um, I hope we get... I am 100% sure they're going to get Yoda in this as a fourth ghost. There's one, hun- I have no doubt in my mind. Obi-Wan, maybe. I'd say he's the second most likely. Luke um, McGregor wants to come back. He's mentioned it. Then i say third likely Anakin, but I don't know in what form. Like, well, Qui-Gon said that it's the last form you take. That's your fourth ghost. Which makes sense in the original coverage from the Jedi, but now that it was young Anakin, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like how they changed that. Like, it, it just, like, it's good because it gave a better face to recognize, to connect the character with. But it was also just like, why is he young again? Yeah, so you, you could say it was the last time Anakin was, was pure, maybe. But then again, he was when he saved his son. So, it's, like, kind of, eh, but whatever. Um, oh, that would kill the mood if he showed up as a Force ghost of, like, a dying old man. I would not mind seeing Qui-Gon either, but yeah. I don't... Didn't Liam Neeson say he wanted to come back? Yeah, he sent in a video for Star Wars Celebration. Um, Qui-Gon would be cool, but also, I don't... I, I don't... I don't really know his significance in the whole thing. It's He either... Uh, Claudia Gray wrote his story in from a certain point of view. We we'll talk about that, too. Which I really liked, but also, mm, it, it's almost like if he was there, I feel like it'd be too many. Because if he's there, the other ones are are gonna be there. But I feel like you maybe keep. I would, I, would, I would say keep it Yoda, maybe just Yoda and Obi Wan. I, I think that's that's probably the best option. Um, also, how do you explain why Obi Wan's young as a Force Ghost? But then that can kind explain of to the Anakin thing too. No, he wasn't he, oh McGregor not again he's like fifteen years off from Alcanus from now. It's probably like late probably late forties. Um can okay, you do any uh do any final thoughts? Um I am excited to see it. Do do good. I I like the porg. I like the porg? I I swear to god, if these things become the next minions, I'm gonna burn one. I don't like a speaker that I um especially it's not in much of the movie. Like, it's not going to be like a Jar Jar or an Ewok where the Ewoks save the day. It, it's just going to hey, be Ewoks kind of... Ewoks weren't as annoying as people made them out to be. They I don't were... like Ewoks. I don't like how they blink, though. And, and in the Special Editions, <laughs> they blink. It's really uncomfortable. Oh, I'd never noticed that. That's weird. Um, Yeah, I mean, Porgs, I mean, like, if they're, like, focused to the plot and they're, like, a major major factor, I don't think I'd like that. But, probably, they're just used scarcely and, like, they're kind of... a. It's kind of it's like Chewie's friend now because he's, he's probably lonely. <laughs> His best friend of like forty years has died. <laughs> can probably use a little little hug, okay? Um, um, I'll do my quick review of from a certain point of view. Um, I like I like it a lot so far. It's a really interesting take. I think they do one too many stories in Most Eisley's cantina. Yeah, or no, no, wait, not Most Eisley's. Um, oh, what's the Wookiee owner's name? It's like Ch- see something's cantina. as it's called. But I think they do a little focus a little, too more, a little too much on most likely spaceport. Like, there's some really interesting ways. So, like, the Qui-Gon's my favorite so far. This is a really good story about a Jawa named, like, Jut or someone like that. Um, And he finds, he goes, he has, like, a, a like holo projector, And he puts droids memory chips in before he wipes it. So he has all these stories. And he finds R2s, and he can't understand it, but he realizes that it's important and he sees, the whole, he sees like, all like these Star Wars prequels like, played out in front of him. From R2's point of view, he sees the message from Leia, and that's why R2 didn't get his mind wiped on the Jawa ship, because um, he knew it was important to Trobe, so, he, so like, he tried to save it. And you can go from, R- from R5-D4, who is the droid who's a bad motivator, and you find that him and R2 will actually talk, and that's why le- le- that's why like he breaks down, because he realizes that R- R2 is important, too. I saw, I follow an Instagram page, called, um, Star Wars Fake News, and one of the, one of the fake news posts that they made, that was like, in Star Wars Legends, they revealed that R5-D4 was actually Force sensitive, and he <laughs> could tell that R2 needed to go with Luke. Yeah, I mean, like, some things I would say are something I didn't need to be explained, like, why or things like, some things are cool, like, 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 uh, like the why R2 didn't get his memory wiped and the Jawa thing. That's cool. Um... I, I did not know that that the bartender did not own Mos Eisley's. I, I guess have a known fact. But I didn't know that. It's owned by a Wookiee that, that has a gray mustache, it's amazing. I didn't know that either. Um, I, I'm blanking on the name right now. Um, it's not it's not like a Taffrol or or, Taffer or whatever. Who is the Wookiee on Sheep with, with, with Chewbacca in Episode Three? It's, it's not him. But um, uh, or or, or uh, Dark Chrysanthemum, the Wookiee from um, the Doctor Aphra book that's not that is Dr. Aphra is in this story so, like I'll, I'll know when it comes later Dr. is probably the coolest new Star Wars characters I, I'm i a big fan of her um another point though um like you get one like like some of them are told really, really like creatively like um one told from the band members of uh of friggin of Figrin Dan and the and the Della modes, which is the which is the Cantina band that's an unfortunate name and they played the, uh, the, jizz music, but um, <laughs> um, but uh, it's told from one of the band members, and it's like it's told in like a form of like, a like, autobiography, and it's kind of cool. And it turns out that he was a gambler, and he sold them into slavery, uh, from the huts, and then it's um, how they got, the gig at It's pretty cool. Um, I hated. The Boba Fett one, gonna be honest. It, from what you described, like it sounds like it could be done well. Like that idea of Boba Fett being badass. See, but I don't like Boba Fett talking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like him silent and deadly. Like I don't, I don't need much of Fett, it, But it's you're you're in his head, of course. So it's like getting these inner workings. He's trying to be funny. He's trying to be like slick. And I'm like, if you were more a man of few words, I, I'd like this better. And it feels like it's trying to be Deadpool late. Well, I mean, in the um, extended universe, I I forget what it was called, but I read one of those books from the '90s or like early 2000s, and it was main, it was mainly focused around Boba Fett, but it wasn't part of that like Boba Fett series. Was it Was it the Bounty Hunter Wars? I don't. It might have been like tied to that, but it had its own title because it, it was him and Dengar in that. Because I, I listened to audiobook for that one. I don't think it was that one. I, he was like, he went. I didn't. I never finished the book, but it was like the same kind of deal. It focused around, like, Jason, Scott, Jason, Solo, yeah, yeah. and those guys, but then there was also a subplot of Boba Fett going back to Camino and, like, finding the scientist that birthed him. Oh, yeah, 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 those, um, those guys, uh, I don't remember the races, I mean, they're, they're communists but whatever, I don't like it, it was weird, because, like, he got out of the Sarlacc pit, now he has, like, cancer or something, or, like, basically the equivalent of space cancer, <laughs> but the point is... All almost all the dialogue for him was just, like, in-his-head monologue, and that was good, because, like, he was still serious in his head. Yeah. I mean, overall, pretty good book. I, I can't wait to finish it. I've heard the Obi-Wan one is fantastic. It's about him, like, uh, dying and transitioning in, into a forest ghost. I can't wait for that. I want to I read The Emperor one, too. How much is that book? Because I want to get that. It's, it's expensive. It's, like, 35 bucks. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean... But, oh, Barnes & Right now it's 20 percent off. I got it for thirty. But cool. I mean, I would say it's worth it. It's quite good. Quite good. You probably get an ebook too. No, I don't like ebooks. I don't like ebooks either. I keep losing my Kindle all the time. My Nook's been dead for like three years. I'll just be like, "Hey, where's my Kindle?" And I'll go on like an hour long thing to try and find it. And then once I find it, I just completely forget about it. Yeah, I prefer like I don't know. I am like but like comic books or Blu-rays. I don't like to. I read I read comic books online. I I, I like that more, but. Like, for Blu-rays, like, I prefer, like, digital... I don't, I don't, like, much as digital. Like, I... And, like, reading I like, a nice book on, like, a beach. Best feelings ever. Okay, um... Well, we really talked Star Wars for, like, way longer than i Tim Disney. Yeah, I feel like more than we should have. Um, Sylvester Stallone is directing Rock uh, Creed 2. Does Creed need a sequel? No. <clears throat> I feel like Creed was, like, so good on its own that it's kind of like, hey, don't do that again. So you also feel like if you do a Creed 2, bring back Ryan Coogler, because he's such a good director. I... I, S- Stallone's a decent director. He directed, like, Rocky 2, II, 3, and 4, and Rocky Balboa. So he, he can direct, and he, he's a two-time Oscar nominee. But he, I feel like Stallone a lot of flack, but, like, I don't know. I'd rather have Ryan Coogler back, and Drago's definitely gonna be in, so I'm a little disappointed, but. Dolph, is Dolph Lundgren coming back for that? Yeah, he is, yeah. But isn't it gonna be about, like, his son fighting Creed, right? They haven't confirmed it. Um, that would, I feel like that'd be dumb. <clears throat> okay, um, what else we got? What else we got? Um, We'll talk some CW shows. My review for the CW shows, I watched all four of them. Legends is fantastic. Arrow is the next best. Supergirl and Flash are pretty good. Um, Arrow is so good. Arrow is, uh Oliver's identity was revealed at the end of the episode. He's home with his son. His aftermath is... His a his, his, uh, his estranged son's mom, whatever, the girl have to whatever. Her dying wish was for Oliver t- to be a father to their son. And the stem trying to bond, it's really good. Aerith best right now. Um, Wildcat, not Wildcat, uh, a Wild Dog's got a pretty sick new costume. It's more like, 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 more like, a, like an armor now. Um, Laurel is back, but as Black Siren, like, and she's full villain. So it's pretty cool to see, to see the new Black Canary, uh, Dinah, whatever her name is, Dinah something versus, uh, Laurel. Legends is great. They had a Caesar in Aruba, and like all the frat boys. We're dressed as Caesar. This is kind of good humor there. Um, Mick beat him up. Um, Rip, Rip was back, but he's like in the like, time bureau now or time officer, or whatever it is. So it's like, kind of, or wait, wasn't time officer. John wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, John was a time officer. Um, it's great. It's such a funny, fun show. It doesn't overdo, like, I feel like The Flash for the Cisco, which overdoes like all the references. I feel like like Nate and, and Ray have got like such great chemistry uh, while he was in it. Um, we're going to the circus next episode. We're going to a Titanic reunion with, uh, with, uh, Victor Garber and Billy Zane. Oh, I didn't know Victor Garber was in Titanic. Yeah, he's the, uh, the owner. Ah. Oh, was the architect, I remember. But, um, uh, we're still losing Victor Garber this season. Which also, I had a great discussion with John when she was on for this, but, um, I'll make your opinion on this, too. Um, I think I would like them to swap out. Characters every every season every two seasons maybe, cause we lost we, we lost Wentworth Miller already we lost Hawkman and Hawk Girl we lost Rupert Punter The Captain Cold and, and Rupert are like a, a recurring character now. Um, we I think we keep Sarah Ray um, Mick and see you, you need diversity there, but the thing is. I would say maybe Vixen. Also, really like Vixen and Commander Steel together, but then you have, but then you have too much free space. Commander Steel is interchangeable, I think. Yeah, and but he's, he's he's a cool character. But like, if you need to swap someone out for seasons, but his relationship with Vixen, I feel like they kind of go well together. So I, I, I kind of want them to end end up together. So I feel like keep yeah have to swap them out almost. But the problem is, if you keep Firestorm, then you need, then you need both of them. Yeah, how are they gonna? Because Victor Garber's leaving, so I don't know what they're gonna... It might... Jax might leave, too, because he's kind of hasn't been given much of anything to do. Well, because you can't... At first, I was like, oh, well, what if Jason and Robbie make Firestorm? But you can't do that, because it's... That's just two bodies, and uh, no mind. Jason Rush is uh, crazy in this... In the airverse. He, he tried to kill him. Jason's uh, not the, uh... It's Fire- Jax. He. he a good character. <clears throat> oh, he, really? He's a pretty good character, but he doesn't have much to do on his own. He's was more... was Jack's always Firestorm? Uh, no, it was, it was, um, it was Ronnie, and then he died in the Flash season one, and then, and then, and then he's it, been back in in the form of, of Deathstorm, and and he was in the Speed Force too, but because Jason Rush is Firestorm in the comics, along with Professor Stein. Well, I mean, I mean, it's him. It's him and and it's Ronnie Raymond too. Oh, he, um, um, he was the original. Oh. And they both been that, and they both been Firestorm together too. But Ronnie's dead, so I don't know who your choice is gonna be. I think like they might just pull Jax out too. It's not like he's, he's a great character. And he's funny, but he doesn't. What he does is is with Firestorm, and I, I feel like Martin's got the most the more interesting story of the two. Like they did a nice episode with him meeting his father before he died. In the war, there's not much to him. Like he's a good like he's good at fixing things. So I feel like they might pull him out. So maybe I I would like to see Constantine come in. Maybe Wally come in. Um, maybe Jay Garrick. If you want to do a speech? I would say either Wally or Jay Garrick. Um, Constantine would be great. Like I said, they're adding in this new um uh, this Muslim character on Zari maybe. Hmm? I think her name is Zari. She's a Muslim character, so that would be from the comics. She's she's from the comics, yes. I forget. I've heard that Easy name. see something. I've heard that name before. Sorry. I don't know. But yeah, like I would say, keep the main three: Mick, uh, Sarah, and uh, Rory. Maybe maybe uh, maybe Jax, or maybe um. Or maybe a Maya Vixen. I would say a Maya. A pretty good character. Like I said, I just don't like Commander Steel, but you he said he's he's pretty interchangeable. He's I, like Ray Light sometimes. I would want them. I'd be okay if they like did Sandman. Like I've I've said this like almost every time we talk about CW in the podcast. Make them go to the '30s and do a Sandman episode. Well, it wasn't the '40s already, and they have the JSA with Obsidian uh, Vixen, the other Commander Steel. Um... What in there? I don't know. I don't know who else. It, it's pretty good, though. Um, Damien Dark's Back to Season. So it's really rod. It, it, it should be a lot of fun. Um, Supergirl, Flash, whatever. Uh, it, was, it was okay. Um, <clears throat> Riverdale. Not to talk much about it. It was also pretty decent. They killed the pedophile. Who? Oh, the, um, the music teacher? Yeah. Like, in the, the episode, it's... You see Betty's lost brother who they confirm that it's Betty's... Love, I mean, they confirm the cast is, you know, it's Betty's lost brother, and, and she kisses him before he leaves. He's, like, looks like he's 15. He actually looks young. And then someone... And the guy who shot Archie's dad comes in and and snaps her neck. Good. Uh, I'm glad I don't like the pedophile. She's, she's a pedophile, and I don't think I'd like about Riverdale. They try to glorify that and make it, like, hot. It was very unnerving, kind of. I was a little disappointed in that, but... Was oh, that a pretty good episode? Um, Molly Ringwald was back as Archie's mom, which I, I like seeing her too. She's so always good. Whose idea was it to be like, okay, let's make a TV show about Archie but with murder? <laughs> let's make a TV show with Archie, cast '80s and '90s heartthrobs as the parents, and make it pretty much Twin Peaks, Besides so less weird. Also, very weird like capacity. Like they have Twin Peaks actors in the show. They have uh, Matt Damon, it was Shelley Johnson and yeah, they like Luke Perry and, uh, and Molly Ringwald like 80s and 90s heartthrobs um but it, it, it's a pretty good show it's like somehow I'm more comfortable with Archie fighting Predator than I am with like this murder Archie thing yeah I'm supposed to kind of want like more lighthearted sometimes but I feel like that would take to probably lose viewers so I, I feel like they want to see like figure out who's who and who's who's the shooter who's the killer um Straight Train Things trailer did you watch it? I did watch that. I'm actually. I didn't like season one. I'm getting kind of excited for this. It, they're at the very least, they're well put together trailers. Stranger Things should be an anthology series. I'll say that every time you bring up Stranger Things on the podcast, it it works. Yeah, but also we got Paul Riser. Who? Um, the guy from uh. Is he's in aliens? Crap! Wait, keep talking. Um. I'm pretty, sure, pretty sure he's an alien, but I can't remember what else he's been in though. He, he's been a bunch of 80s stuff. Yeah, so in the trailer for Stranger Things, what's up with the dudes with the masks? What are they? Who are they? I do not know. Like Paul, that. Paul Ryder, sorry, him. This guy. What's he been? has been 80s stuff. Yeah, he was an alien. He's a whiplash. What's he been in the 80s? Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh. My two dads, although that is mad about you. The Paul Reiser show, Whiplash. I oh, know. Um, he, he's pretty good though. And Sean Astin. Uh, they got the Kitchen Power Rangers. The presumably the white one, who's the big hair. I, I can't remember which Power Ranger he was. What? Red, red one, probably. In the uh, new movie. Yeah, he, he's in the season. Yeah, probably the Red Ranger then. Um, you know, I think. I think he might be the only white one in the new Power Rangers red ranger yeah there's the, there's the asian guy there's a the black guy there's the middle eastern girl who's playing jasmine and then there's maybe maybe it was a white girl too maybe remember. maybe the yellow ranger is also white or one of the girls is also white i think because one of them is middle eastern yes and and, and she's playing jasmine in aladdin um yeah. uh she was uh, a white guy on aladdin that, that, that's weird whatever don't we start on that okay um, wait they did yeah oh uh, no i saw i saw the guy he's is he white no, 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 not as Aladdin, but in Aladdin. Oh. They, they added a new white character. Oh. Why? I thought you meant, like, they cast a white guy as Aladdin. I was like, no, they didn't. I'm like, literally, it's like, okay, well, it's the genie. I like that a lot. Um, I like that. You got Middle Eastern characters to play. I mean, not necessarily; They could be a little darker, arguably, but, you know. But it's the, it's the best we got. It, you did good by actually Casting trying. someone who is at the descent. I mean, Disney's a little racist, we have known that, but, I mean, it's good on them. But evil white British director doing this is still a weird. light. but like, it's Guy Ritchie. You call him an evil white British director? Oh, I said there is a white British Ow. director. Uh, okay. Guy Ritchie. So who's who's the new white character then? Um, it's the guy from Into the Woods that played uh Chris Pine's bro- brother. He's like he's he's like a prince. Uh, that's weird. And I don't like it. Yeah. Why, why? would you? Why would you do that? Like, it's so crazy to me. I mean, like, you know, people are gonna get pissed off. You know, people are gonna get pissed off. You could do the loophole that they did to justify Matt Damon being an um. The Great Wall, where they're they're explicitly like, "Hey, I'm from another country," but then like, then why even have him here? Yeah, I, you you don't need him. You have Will Smith. You have all the star power. He needs. This guy's not even not well known, and you got um. They added Anacin uh, Penrod for messing out and uh, and and Screen Queens as a new role too. Um, I feel like you gotta keep Gilbert Godfrey as Iago. Yeah, like you definitely have to. He's he's still alive. There's no excuse for you to not do he's that. He's still working. He's still doing this thing, um, and he's pretty great at it too. So it's like I feel like that's the thing. Like you keep James Earl Jones. It's like you keep Gilbert Gottfried. Um, John Carpenter will return to score the upcoming Halloween reboot thing, reboot sequel, whatever it's called. He's doing a um, another musical performance. He did one last year that I went to go see. And this year I got um, meet and greet tickets again. Ooh, when is that? November. Oh my god! It better not be November ninth. Why? Because that's the Andrew Whitman concert. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I begging my mom to let me see Weird Al again. He's doing he's doing a new tour and it's coming to Philly in March. So either if she's like I don't want to take you, then I'm literally gonna buy my own tickets and <coughs> and take an Uber there. <laughs> We should go back to Atlantic City and watch Weird Al again. He's not like like, he's in Philly this time, which I'm a little bummed out. He's no, he's no Jersey dates. He knows not to go back to Atlantic <laughs> City. Um, let's talk some X-Men, actually you know. Uh, talk Victor Garber already, because, oh, we're losing Victor Garber. I didn't mention that, whatever. Rip. Um, I like him. He's good, but doesn't rule out him coming back, though, because he's just doing a Broadway thing, so he needs his work for a couple months. He's a focus on that. Um, animated Spider-Man movie. Phil Lord and Chris Miller are directing it. Ah, oh, those guys. I mean... Oh, what, guy, what a guy. Um, he's... it Was either Phil or Chris Miller? I think it was Phil Lord said that I thought, the visuals... I thought, are I thought like, th- legally you're not allowed to have one of those guys direct a movie. I feel like it's gotta be both <laughs> of them. But, uh, Phil Miller said... Or Phil Lord, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, you're already shipping them? No, a film... Uh, Phil Miller, actually, they, they directed and produced on The Last Man on Earth, so they actually combined their names and made it, uh, Phil Tandy Miller. But, um... Whatever, um, so he said that the, that the visuals in the animated spider movie were some of the best he's ever seen. So I'm pretty excited that you got a pretty good cast, you got um Maharsha Ali, uh Ali F. Schreiber. Who's Maharsha Ali playing? Uh I don't remember. i can not say besides besides Ashmeek Moore, who is uh the guy from uh Dope and uh uh oh wait. The Cartoon Network Scotch show um incredible crew incredible crew yeah he was incredible crew He, he playing miles morales shmeek what a what a name shameek oh i thought you said shmeek <laughs> like, heart? Like, oh. like like, like shmey skywalker from kinemis <laughs> <Ben and laughs> whatever ali could be a good prowler voice i could see that yeah uh i'm i want to say that liev shriver's probably gonna be craven Leave Schreiber could be Craven. Leave Schreiber could be Venom, because Venom plays a really important part in the Miles' origin. Did you know that Todd McFarlane co-created Venom? I did not. No, no, he didn't. Todd Marvel bought um, Venom from, like... Well, he probably co-created Eddie Brock, then. Yeah, Eddie Brock, because they co-created the idea of Venom. No, they they bought Venom for, like, 200 bucks Because Venom started as, like, a weird fan fiction thing, and they were like, hey, that's actually a good idea. We want that. I did not know that. Um, crap. What time are we at? Fifty minutes. Oh my God. Okay, are we, we talked about it Star Wars was, for way too and long, and we still have a lot of news too. I was worried. I was worried they wouldn't have enough time to talk about. We did. We did pretty well. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, good. I like the cast. Sorry, Leslie. So I didn't know that that, that Rob Liefeld could have created the female dove. At, I didn't know that either. Yeah, it's kind of a Okay. Okay, what are you getting? What to move moving? Okay, um... Uh... 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 Tessa Thompson wants to do an all-female Marvel film. I think they'd be done that. They said Valkyrie's the best part of Thor Ragnarok. Um, there was a comic in, um, all-new, all-different Marvel. I, th- I think it was called, like, The A-Force. Where it was, like, an all-female superhero team. And it was, like, She-Hulk, Medusa, Invisible Woman. I don't know why I haven't seen She-Hulk. I would love to see She-Hulk. I would love to see She-Hulk, too. But I was, like, if you wanted to do an A-Force movie, that'd probably be your best bet for an all-female Marvel movie. Like, don't make your own thing. True. Um, like, her and Black Widow could be cool. Or, like, Sith. I mean, Sith's kind of underused. Um, Jeff Goldblum was originally approached to play a senator in the first Captain America film. But he declined. And I'm so glad I can't. I love him as, as Grandmaster. Yeah, I, I like him as Grandmaster, too. Did you see this, um, there was a clip of the, like, gladiator scene? And it's, like, everyone's cheering Hulk, and Hulk's, like, like, going on. He's, like, I know, he's a friend from work. And Grandmaster's, like, he's, like, really puzzled by it. He's like, Loki, look, it's Hulk. And he's, like, I have to get off this planet. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, he's, like, Hulk, Loki's alive, look at him. He's, like, <laughs> like does the comedy look so good? I'm about to throw it back in a little bit It's getting rave reviews It's the funniest Marvel movie And it's like It feels like A Saturday morning cartoon Brought to life It's energetic It's like Civil War was kind of dark Doctor Strange was a little dark Um, Guardians 2 was too fun But like It wasn't like But like I feel like this is Taika is one of my favorite Modern directors Where like It feels like Guardians 2 It's, It's not that it was too fun Guardians 2 was just forgettable I don't remember it, anything that happened. It was kind of bland, and, and I feel like it went for jokes, but wasn't funny. The only thing I remember, like, I don't remember the entire beginning up to the point where Kurt Russell's like, Peter, I'm your dad. God's take like a whiz. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like they said, it's it's laugh-out-loud hilarious. It's action-packed. got amazing, it feels like a Jack Kirby acid dream brought to life. Like, Tycho Tito is so good. I, I'm so happy, and he's playing Korg, too, in the movie. He is? Yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't know that was him. Um, so, it's like it's like it's like big rock man, but he's like a soft, spoken New Zealand guy, doing his voice. Um, so I'm I'm very stoked for it. Very very stoked for it. Did um, you did you see a while ago the um Easter eggs in like the tower? Yeah, and it was um Man Thing, Man uh, Thing, Beta Bill, Beta Ray Bill, By Beast, and Ares. Yeah, yeah. I hope they appear or the, or at least like mentioned. I feel like, with Ares, I don't know why Man-Thing's there. But yeah, with, it's a little weird. But with Ares, By beast and Beta Ray Bill, you could probably assume that, like, they're previous champions of the arena. Oh, yeah, true. True. Especially since Beta Ray Bill was in, um, Planet Hulk in the Gladiator thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, crap, what was I gonna say? Um. Ooh, what was I gonna say? I hear someone approaching. Um. But- well, his Valkyrie looks amazing. I haven't heard much about Scourge, but i heard that... I, the I forgot Scourge was in it. Yeah, he's... I feel like it's kind of a weird place to shoot him. I feel like there's a lot of characters in this. But it, that comes in. it's only an hour and a half. Is Scourge working with Hela? Or? Yeah, he, he's, he's serving under her. Mm, I don't like that. So it might be he's like a disgruntled Asgardian. That, that, that's what I'm thinking. Because she was like... She mentioned something about like how he's like... She said like he's like very skilled. I haven't heard much about Hela, but... Well, she's pretty good. I mean, they haven't said that, they haven't said anything about being a bad villain. I'm assuming that she's pretty good. Why? Oh, yeah, okay. why Why? Scourge have guns? That, that, that sets me yeah, off. Yeah, that, that is a little weird. Why has he got guns? Um. Everybody else is like, swords, space laser, and he's legit got guns. I think he has an axe, though. Okay, that's good. I mean, um, they said that Jeff Goldblum is very Jeff goldblum me, so uh, <laughs> that makes me excited. Um, the Warriors are probably gonna die, same as Seth. Oh, I, I hope they die. Odin's with the Odin's pretty good in it I mean isn't, isn't he like a small homeless part. Isn't he like a homeless man or something? yeah he's like he's memories wiped wife or something like that um we, we had Dr Strange that should be a cool crossover I'm actually excited to see that um they they said that has a Thompson actually like steals the movie and this is or her and Hulk do and this is the best we or actually, her Hulk and Thor they said they're fantastic together um and Loki too this is this is like the best we've seen Hulk and it makes them want a Hulk movie even more now they said he's really good in it but the movie's only an hour and a half. That, that, that really interests me, because, like, what he does, he does, short movies, like, Hunt of the Water People, and we the Shadows*, for short movies. But I think it's amazing that he can do such a fantastic movie with a lot of stuff and k- cram into an hour and 30 minutes. I very, like, he said it's a very, like, self-contained and, like, short story, but it's very sweet. The one thing Batman v Superman couldn't do. Exactly, but, like, I'm, they really fascinates me, like, a 90 minutes, that, that's, like, the runtime of, like, a Pixar film, and the fact that it's it all this into one movie—that I think it's really impressive. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited to see it. I'm more excited. I'm actually more excited to see it than Justice League. I mean, yeah, I if, up and up until now, I've kind of like stay. recording. I'm afraid. <laughs> up until now, I've kind of like stayed that like I'm more excited for Justice League, just because it's like that. Um, it's Justice League. You know, what are you gonna? What are you going to do? It's, it's Justice League. You kind of have set expectations. Yeah, but now that the more I hear about Thor Ragnarok, the more I realize I want to well, see that more. I feel like we could see Thor in more of our movies into, into Phase 4 because um, Chris Hemsworth said that he was bored of Thor. He thought the character was, wasn't doing anything. He was bland. Well, he wasn't. Exactly. He said that this has made him love the character again and like really expressed his interest in like, wanting to come back more. So I'm glad because Chris Hemsworth is great. I feel like he's, really, he's got great comedic timing. I thought he was good in Ghostbusters. Yeah, and another thing is, like, I guess I felt kind of, like, entitled to be excited for a DC movie, because I had no hype for any of them up until that, so now that well, I was I think, like... I did Wonder Woman, I was, I was pretty excited. Oh, I forgot that. about Wonder Woman, honestly. <laughs> I was I was just like, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, Justice League, yeah. But, but then just, they announced Justice League, and I was like, yo, Justice League, I'm actually excited for that. And then they announced the and I was like, oh, Marvel's done it again. <laughs> they continue to be sort of quirky and fun. Um... Let's go, We'll see about it. Um... Oh yeah, this popped my head yesterday. I want to talk about it. My only memory of the two thousand and fifteen Muppet show on ABC, like it was just like a, it was just like a, like an adult type sitcom. I remember they got invited to Jay Leno's party. And Fozzie broke like <laughs> t- broke a vase. Like my only main memory is they went to a bar and Sam Siegel wanted to ask out Janice, and she hooked up with Ed Helms. <laughs> That's my only memory of it. <laughs> and they did karaoke. Okay. Um. Why well, I, I forgot the two thousand and fifteen Muppet Show happened. Yeah, yeah, it got canceled. I think like it could have been good. If they... But that's the that that it game. could have been good if it was just like Muppets living in the modern life. They didn't have to make it so adult. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So Carl Urban Scourge. He said that he has no idea about Star Trek Four. But really, Chris Hemsworth is actually supposed to come back for that too. Oh. So as like like a team of of, uh, of Kirk and his father, that'd be cool. Um. last news is about Fox Gambit is. Gonna be coming out on Valentine's Day 2019. And Chan Tatum's still Gambit is the director of Pirates 1 um, a Cure for Wellness, uh, Gora Verbinski. Supposedly Mr. Sinister is gonna be the villain. Any girls out there, if you want to impress me on Valentine's Day, take me to see Gambit. <laughs> um, I, I, I think gonna be to or whatever as the gonna do, whatever, as the love interest by Rogue could be kind of cool to see. Like, yeah, back in the X-Men universe. Okay, um... In New Mutants two, the director wants to bring in Warlock and Karma. Oh, he's really, he's really doing that. He's really gonna be that guy. He's gonna be that guy. Um. Oh, have you seen the trailer? No. Okay, we I don't to- watch trailers unless it's like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. We should probably watch it real quick. Okay. Thoughts on it? Okay. So quick thoughts on New Mutants before we end. Ooh, sorry for that shake. Oh, that was that was weird. Yeah. I I didn't think they were going to do a full horror movie. Yeah. But even like the even the font for like the transition words was like there was something to feel like jeez. It's going real dark. I think it would have worked better if they didn't like explicitly say do you know what mutants are and then flash the Marvel logo. Like well, like the so like what do you mean by that? Like would you rather Well, now you now you, I know I, at least, instantly associate mutants with X-Men. It's very clear that they're trying to, like, keep this separate from the X-Men. Mm. I think it's, like, Logan or Legion. I think it's not really specifically X-Men mentioned, but, like, like I don't think... I feel like they'll mention X-Men. They're not trying to hide it. I don't want Professor X to show up at the end and be like, I'm Charles Xavier. Well, I'm still alive, because of the timeline. Like, I want it to be its own contained thing. Like if you're if you're gonna do a horror movie in the X Men universe with X Men characters, make it a dumb thing. Well, I like what Fox is doing, honestly. Like, like Gambit's like a heist film. Is um, it really? Totally. That's that's cool. I like that. Uh, Gambit's a heist film. Logan's a western. This is a horror movie. You know and, what? And then, and, and Dark Phoenix to be a, a sci fi, a fantasy. You know who would work as a um heist film? Psylocke and Phantom X. Oh, and then X three X right. X is gonna be like a bloody dark, like war movie too, or something like that. If Psylocke and Phantom X would work as a heist movie. Well, Olivia Munn, no offense, but it's kind of bland. I'm a little obsessed she's in Predator, but you know what? Well, Phantom X is great. He's a French robot who steals things. That would be cool. I mean, I don't know. I, I think Fox would really do whatever they want now. Kind of just think. They're like, we'll make more movies until we got that licensed baby... So, um... You never get it back, Marvel. We keep making these movies. Jonathan from Stranger Things, he's playing cannonball, yes. right? Then the, then the white... Then the Brazilian guy that looks a little white is uh, Sunspot. Which I, I realized he was Brazilian at first. I didn't realize... I didn't even pick him out from the crowd. He was the guy with the chiseled jaw. who was in, hmm. like, one shot. Yeah. Um, and then until Joy from The Witch and Split is magic. What does, um... What does Sunspot do again? There's like so many oh, sun okay. guys. It's it's, it's sunspot. Because um, sunfire, sunfire is sunfire is a Japanese guy. Sunfire is the one with just like the straight up fire. Yeah, I don't remember. What I feel like does. sunspot can do something like that, but kind of different. Yeah. And then Maisie Williams is Wolfsbane. Yes. The like, other girl is um. I forget the other girl is. I don't remember which. I don't remember the character is. name. Yeah, either. I don't either. But here's here's my thing, is that. You've got, you want to do a horror movie. Mm -hmm. You've got a girl who can use magic, like straight up magic. It's not even like a mutant power. You've got a kid who can blow himself up and also like shoot explosive projectiles. You've got a werewolf. You've got a kid who can like... A demon bear. Yeah, you've got a demon bear. You've got a kid who can do fire stuff that I don't remember what he can do. Why not make them... The horror aspect of the movie and have it focus on like the people running the experiment. Like when they say, yeah. when they say like baby rattlesnakes are the worst kind because they don't know how to control their venom. Making a movie about them well, not being able to control their it powers It seems like it's that too. Because you see that one shot, it's the hand in the which I think I think a really cool shot, the hand on fire inside the uh, yeah. Is that uh, sunspot? Uh, maybe I, don't, I think it might just be something with cannibal. I'm not hundred percent sure, but um, but, but the next shot is. The doctor who's also brazilian um she's like her and you see fire in the background so maybe like maybe it is also like that too like there's like the, the, the like some point of view of the doctors because when when they first announced the new mutants would be a horror movie I, my first thought was that like the new mutants are kind of like they were like being tested on but now they're like loose in the hospital yeah like not controlling the powers. So you're saying you wouldn't at the end, maybe, like, they break out of the facility and, like, or maybe even, like, they're about to die and, like, Colossus, like, sl- like, sl- like slams the wall? I feel like that would just kind of offset the tone. Yeah. Like, unless, I mean, unless you've got someone, like, bring in someone new who could, like, show up just rescue them, but also, like, fit in with that kind of tone of, like, these awesome powers that they can't control like sunfire well in the re- middle draft of this movie uh, professor x and storm were supposed to be in it too mm. but um uh i wouldn't mind if at the end like they're they're bloody they're damaged they're crawling out of like a burning facility and Professor Radcliffe is there and he's like, Hello, my children. And he's like, They're the greater, like, like, like a greater beyond for you or something like that. I don't know. You know, I don't know he is saying. he gonna kill them? <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like he's gonna kill them. But, like, he's like, like, like it ends like them all her like, petrified and things on fire. And he's like, he's like, put his hand out or something like that. So, what are they gonna do with the demon bear? Because in the comics. I don't know. Do you Are you familiar with the demon bear as a character? Kind of. I've seen a little bit. It's like the one of the m- new mutants. The demon bear is, like... Is it all the magic? Or is that my memory? It might be magic. It's one of them. Their parents are possessed. They're either possessed by the demon bear, or their parents, like, control the demon bear. But Because I remember, like, I have a comic book where it's, like, the giant demon bear, and then, like, the two, two adults kind of, like, floating inside of the demon bear. So I don't know if, like, they're possessed by it or they're controlling it. Mm. And... Another thing, like, what if the demon bear is, like, doing out all that to them? Like, I could see the demon bear being, like... He's the... manipulating them? Yeah, like, I could see the demon bear, like, not just manipulating them, but also manipulating the hospital. It's kind of being, like, the Shadow King, basically. That'd be cool, so if it's, like, he's controlling them, so it's, like, from their point of view, they're petrified, but when the doctor is, like, they're just trying to survive. So, like, you may... Maybe that will be like that. And you see like, like, your doctor is, like... I think doctors are probably get murdered because so they seem like pretty bad people. Yeah, and then Daniel the should be like, ah, it was the demon bear all along. It wasn't us. <laughs> oh, zoinks. Um. Okay, so final thoughts? Um, I had my doubts, and I still have a little bit of doubt, just because it's an X Men horror movie, but I think based on just initial reactions from the trailer, it could be pretty good. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with that. Um, I'm also excited for. I'm the only, I'm the only one excited for. Um, dark phoenix i forgot they were doing dark phoenix it's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of space and, and just chastain's in the movie so i'm like is she's not playing lalandra she said she's not now oh i, I she would have been good as Might like a lalandra. mountain of, of characters like that maybe i don't know uh, uh, havoc's dead kind of cool to, to meet uh cyclops parents in space uh didn't, in he space get, didn't he get blown up or something yeah he uh he's really stupid i'm mean, coming for character pack he's very strong-headed he tries to shoot his blast and, and that apocalypse, and then misses and hits the generator and blows up the expansion. And when nice. Quicksilver's so back, I love me Simon Peters. But okay. what's what's the name of the guard? Like there's the Cyclops's parents, and then there's also like the team of superhumans that defend them. It's like Gladiator. Gladiator used to be part of it, and there was there was um I can't remember the name. Must have thought of a really good idea too. War. Not War Machine, not yeah. War Hammer. The I, know, big, the I, know, big, I know exactly what you're talking about. The big about. green guy, the little green guy coming out of his back. I, know I exactly love that guy about. so much. He's my favorite. What if New Mutants is not de- or Demon Bear? Oh, that's Seth. Okay, sorry. What if they're in a simulation by Mojo? You just want Mojo to show up. You I do. really do. <laughs> you oh just want God, any time there's like some kind of new X-Men property, you're like, Mojo. Who's seen that before? I mean, I said for Logan. You said it for Logan. You said it for. Then, your... I, I I think that's different. I didn't know it. Maybe I was dumb, but still. You said but, it for Legion. You definitely said it for Legion. Okay, well, that was a theory. This is my theory. I think that'd be cool. if Mojo's messing. With I mean, I I love the character Mojo, but. I mean, I do kind of like the idea of, like that could explain the genre change. Is that Mojo's just kind of like, hey, what if we took these characters and did this? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're too very very low in time, so. We're done in here. Simon, you take us out. All right. Uh, this has been another episode of the Red Delicious Boys hosted by NerdThat.com. See you next time.